What is up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Fantasy Fellow Show. Today, it is March 23rd, recording this at a little after 7 p.m. Central Time. Crazy day in the NFL. Crazy offseason, uh, if you really think about it. Tons of trades, tons of free agent moves to cover. Uh, but today, uh, we saw the massive one, Tyree Kill, getting sent from Kansas City to the Miami Dolphins. We'll kind of hop into a screen share, and I'll show you guys what's going on. Uh, but if you guys are new to the Fantasy Fellowship, definitely subscribe if you're on Twitter or Facebook or any other streaming platforms. Definitely hop over to our YouTube and tap the subscribe button or follow us on Twitter for the updates. But let's uh, let's first, I guess, let's kind of cover the terms for Tyreek Hill. Signed a four-year deal, $120 million. This makes him the, I mean, Devontae Adams, we'll cover that trade in a little bit too. But Devontae was the highest paid receiver, uh, and now it looks like Tyreek Hill is the next man up here. So four-year deal, $120 million, and here is the capital that it costs to get him. They're going to, um, Kansas City gets a, uh, a first-round pick this year, a second-round pick this year, and a fourth-round pick this year, so three this year. And then in the 2023 draft, they're going to get a fourth and a sixth-round pick. So uh, as far as the official draft order here, you're going to see Kansas City rolling down here with the 29th and the 30th overall draft picks here, and as well as the second round. They get number 50, which is really nice, uh, and they still hold their number 62. So they have four picks in the top 62. We'll see what they can do with that. Uh, and we'll look at their we'll look at the, the Chiefs depth chart in a second. I just I want to pull up Miami's because this is like of course Miami's been doing some big things this offseason. I think as far as any other team, like they've had maybe the best offseason. Uh sure you can nitpick with, with Deshaun Watson and Russell Wilson, but as far as like overall team uh improvement. The Dolphins spent a lot of money and got a lot of better. They got a lot better. They have Teddy Bridgewater as the backup now. Chase Edmonds is there. Raheem Mostert is there. Uh, and Miles Gaskin, guess what? Miles Gaskin's still there. So they have three really good running backs. Even Salvan Ahmed's a pretty good running back. And then you look at the receiving group. Tyreek Hill, Cedric Wilson was also a free agent addition. Jalen Waddell, Devontae Parker, uh, Mike Jasicki. They added fullback Ali Ingold, a pretty good player. And then I think it was yesterday they signed Teron Armstead. So massive, massive uh, improvements to the offense here in Miami. I'm super excited about this. And I think for fantasy, that's what everyone kind of cares about, or at least on this channel, that's what we look for. Um, so I'm just kind of wondering you know, what can we possibly expect? Last year, this team between Tua and Jacoby Brissett almost threw for 4,000 yards, only 21 passing touchdowns uh, to 14 interceptions. So Tua Tagovailoa, a lot's riding on him uh, and his success this season for his future. Again, uh, roughly 4,000 passing yards, only 21 passing touchdowns. But I got to expect this is going to uh, both the passing numbers and the touchdowns are going to increase this year. Uh, we don't really care about the running so far if we're talking about Tyreek Hill. But looking at the the targets here, Jalen Waddle, 140 targets last year. Mike Gesicki, 112. The next best player was Devontae Parker. And then there's another tight end, Durham Smythe. So 153 targets to the tight end uh, is a pretty high number. And keep in mind, we got a new coaching staff in town here in Miami. So we'll see uh, if some of these numbers hold. I would imagine you're going to see a lot of Waddle and Tyree Kill and Devontae Parker on the field together with Gesicki. Uh, and it sounds like, you know, signing Alec Ingold here, you might get uh, a lot of three wide receiver, one fullback, and one running back set. So I think between these guys, like there's there's enough targets to go around. Um, I think Yusiki's probably a big loser in this. You're also going to scratch some targets off Waddle's numbers. Uh, Devontae Parker's not really a guy we're interested in for fantasy. So it's looking like a two-man show. It's Waddle and Tyreek Hill, and maybe we'll worry about some of the running backs for fantasy. But this, to me, it all comes back to Tua. And, I mean, there, he had some moments last year where he could have been, uh, you know, streamed as a QB1 in 10 or 12-man leagues. 
but I think everything this year is going to re- it's going to rely on him being useful as a passer. We know he's a decent uh, rusher. He did have three rushing touchdowns last year, so I think the fantasy numbers for Tua uh, are going to propel him to a top twelve, top fifteen QB. Uh, but Jalen Waddle, man, takes a little bit of the steam off of him. I would say he's probably more of a top fifteen, top twenty receiver for me now. Again, he was wide receiver twelve last year in PPR. Uh, but Tyree Kill, man, he probably takes the biggest hit. I just I can't see Tyree Kill uh, getting those double digit touchdowns that we've been accustomed to. I can't see him racking up over uh, him and Waddle. Both guys can't get 100 receptions. So I think it's a net loss for Waddle and Tyree Kill, but I think it's better for the offense as a whole. But let's uh, let's take a peek here at the Kansas City Chiefs offense because this one, uh, all of a sudden, you know, we, we got a little Tyree Kill, uh, we got a Tyree Kill sized hole going on here. Um, so you still have Pat Mahomes, Chad Henney's still there, but Clyde Edwards-Alaire don't really have a backup running back. Derek Gore, uh, Brendan Knox, don't even know who Brendan Knox is, but you got to expect the Chiefs are going to add someone at the running back position here to compete with Clyde. Uh, I think I saw today that they brought in Ronald Jones, so that's going to be a uh, good in between the tackles running back, uh, and Clyde Edwards still get the passing down work. Uh, but then Juju, they, we signed Juju Smith-Schuster, of course, and Nicole Hardman's still there. And I don't know what's going on with Josh Gordon. I thought he was a free agent, but the depth after Juju and Nicole Hardman, there's almost no depth. Uh, to be proud of here. So receiving uh, room needs to be massively upgraded. I think you're going to probably be looking at drafting. Uh, I think with one of these uh, two first round picks, 29 and 30, you've got to think about drafting a wide receiver here. And maybe with one of the second round picks as well, you know, you got Pat Mahomes, you got a long uh, window here with Pat Mahomes under contract, where I think you're going to probably be, uh, you know, competitive for a while and adding some receivers here. And Travis Kelsey, you know, he's still there. So everything just falls on the Kelsey and the Juju. I think I'm excited about Juju. Probably a, if they don't sign anybody else, Juju's going to have a great season. He's still going to be their slot receiver, I think, this year. So you're likely looking. I mean, Josh Gordon's not going to be starting for them. So you have to imagine them drafting a guy like Traylon Burks or one of the bigger uh, X receivers in the draft this year. And uh, what's going on, Jake? No, no haircut, uh, no haircut in this one. I just I, I tie it back when I do the video. It just looks a little bit more clean, and uh, just what I've been doing lately. But anyways, massive trade here in the Chiefs, man. Whew, like this is um, sending shockwaves, you know, through the the AFC West here. I'm a little bit nervous. The Chiefs' offense does not, you know, lack that or does not have that that Tyreek punch that it used to have. So uh, we're going to see a lot riding on Kelsey. I actually think Juju could be in for a really nice season uh, from the slot here, so I like what's going on for him. But we'll see. Uh, again, as far as the free agents that are left, I'll take a peek here at the, at the wide receiver uh, free agents. We'll see if we can find uh, potentially anyone that might be scooped up by the Chiefs or even the Packers, for that matter. Uh, I want to see who are all available Free agent wide receivers left over uh, at the top, Julio Jones, Jarvis Landry, Will Fuller. I think Will Fuller could look really good catching passes from Pat Mahomes. T.Y. Hilton, 32. I don't know what's going on with him in the Colts. Uh, Cole Beasley, though. Emmanuel Sanders, A.J. Green. I like Keelan Cole. Uh, I think he can be a really nice, you know, number three or number four receiver for a team. Sammy Watkins. Still probably a useful number three or number four. Albert Wilson, Deshaun Jackson, uh, Odell Beckham's probably not going to play this year. The list is starting to get thin uh, down towards this bottom of this list. I do like Traquan Smith, uh, you know, as a number three receiver. And I still like Marquez Valdez-Scanley. I think he could be uh, of use and always audentate. So there's still a lot of receivers out there. You got to expect they're in a very similar boat to the Packers. It's just very strange. Like they're they're looking at adding one of these veteran receivers. I think Will Fuller's probably the next guy to fall, uh, and then and then spending one of your first round draft picks on a young receiver. So a lot of fun today, Tyree Kill, uh, and Devontae Adams, man, just shifting the landscape for wide receivers. 
but while we're here in this video, uh, if you're still here, don't forget to like the video, subscribe. That's, that's going to help us grow the Fantasy Fellowship. But I kind of wanted to just um, – I haven't been able to put out a video in a week. I've been very busy uh, the last weekend. Uh, did a basketball video the other night. But I want to uh, kind of just recap some of the major signings uh, for, for this free agency and whatnot here. Um, so we're going to use uh, spot track here. I'm just going to kind of go down uh, in ascending order or, I guess, descending order. Uh, Amir Abdullah signed with the Raiders. I don't know if that's significant. Malcolm Butler, though, is back to New England. Two-year, $9 million deal. I like that a lot. Uh, let's see. Keep it moving down here. Rashawn Melvin signed with the Carolina Panthers. Uh, the Chiefs got their center. Um, Demarcus Robinson. Okay, so there's another weapon the Chiefs lose that has been a very trusted – I mean, he, I know he hasn't been fantastic for fantasy football or anything, but Demarcus Robinson at times made some pretty big plays with Pat Mahomes. And now the Chiefs have lost Demarcus Robinson, Byron Pringle, and Tyreek Hill. So – and I think Daryl Williams is up for for sale as well too. So it's kind of kind of it's kind of dicey there. Kind of very similar situ situation to Green Bay uh, at the moment. The Chiefs did sign Deion Bush though uh, for safety purposes. Here you have Kevin Bayard, uh, you know, moving some money around for Tennessee. Christian McCaffrey kind of doing the same thing. So both guys freeing up some money for their teams. There's the Teron Armstead left tackle, five years, seventy-five million dollar contract with Miami. Uh, Miami is probably my lead for for best offseason. I'm, I'm very excited for the AFC East with them in it. K1 Williams uh, signs a two-year, $7 million deal with Denver. Denver. Graham Gano freeing up some money here. This was a big one uh, on Tuesday morning. Leonard Fournette, three-year deal, $21 million contract with Tampa Bay. Uh, and then I did report earlier that Ronald Jones is looking uh, to be a free agent, or he is a free agent, and he was meeting with the Chiefs today. So busy day for the Chiefs. Uh, the Cowboys signed Brian Anger, three-year, $9 million deal keeping the punter in town. So Darius Smith, this was an interesting one, especially as a Packer fan. Three years, $42 million for Minnesota. It's very strange that he backed out of the Ravens, stays in the Midwest, stays in the NFC North. He's now with the Vikings. Uh, Joe Thune converted some cap space here. Um, let's keep it moving here. Corey Coleman, a nice little see what can happen there in Kansas City. I do like that signing. That was kind of a sneaky one. Uh, the Green Bay, Jer uh, Jared Reed signing I thought was pretty good. He had a nice season with the Chiefs last year and, of course, uh, very productive with the Seattle Seahawks. So I think he's an interesting player. Uh, you have uh, Mike Hughes signing with Detroit. Interesting. Um, keep it moving here. Stanley Morgan re-signing a two-year deal with the Cincinnati Bengals. He's kind of a special teams receiver, uh, just that like emergency number five receiver. Trent Brown returning to New England here on a two-year $13 million deal. Uh, the Colts lost Zach Pascal. He's now with the Eagles on a one-year $1.5 million deal. Uh, Jacob Hollister, backup tight end here for the Raiders. Uh, Trent Irwin uh, to the Cincinnati. I think he was there before too. And Trey Wayne's released, clearing $10 million of cap space, almost $11 million. Uh, so a very intriguing uh, situation there. Trey Wayne's remains a free agent. Uh, Laquan Treadwell coming back to the Jacksonville Jaguars. Uh, Jamison Crowder. So we know uh, Cole Beasley is not with the Buffalo Bills anymore, but Jamison Crowder all of a sudden uh, steps right in. He's going to be the Buffalo uh, starting slot receiver. So you have Crowder, uh, of course, Stephon Diggs. Uh, I don't think Sanders is coming back either, and you're probably going to see uh, our big man there, Gabriel Davis, step into the number three role. Isaiah McKenzie is the number four role. So interesting, interesting group of receivers there in Buffalo, and I believe they signed a running back, which we'll get to. Uh, but this was the big one. on uh, This was Monday. Matt Ryan, I didn't get to talk about this on my channel, but Matt Ryan, 
the Indianapolis Colts, uh, only for a third-round pick, and I think the money was the biggest issue. So you see uh, Matt Ryan stepping in for Carson Wentz. You got Jonathan Taylor there. You got uh, Mo Ali Cox at tight end. You got Michael Pittman. I still don't know what's going on with T.Y. Hilton. Uh, Paris Campbell, hopefully healthy. And I just think there may be a player or two, a, a receiver or another elite tight end. Uh, you know, maybe they can bring in uh, a guy like Will Fuller, you know, bring in some of these outside receivers, bring in another slot receiver like Jarvis Landry, something for Matt Ryan to just help move the chains. I like this move for the Colts. It didn't cost them much. They've kind of just been playing uh, grab and go with the quarterback position the last few seasons. Uh, but I think this one gives them a really good one or two year window with Matt Ryan. Uh, this is a big one for the, the Ravens offense just for functionality. Patrick Ricard uh, turning to a three year deal. Matt Breida with the New York Giants. That opens up some running back room in Buffalo. Uh, Jameis Winston, <clears throat> so after all the Deshaun Watson aftermath, which we'll get to in a bit, signs a two-year, $28 million deal. Uh, from what I've heard, you know, we, he tore that, uh, I think he tore his uh, his ACL, MCL, one of those situations. Uh, but he is on track to be ready for week one on the evidence there by getting a two-year, $28 million deal. And then Marcus Mariota with, with uh, Matt Ryan out of Atlanta. They bring in a familiar face for Arthur Smith in Marcus Mariota. Two years, $18.75 million. Atlanta might have the, the worst roster in football this year. And there's some, there's some bad ones, but Atlanta's might be the worst. They don't have a receiver worth a breath. Kyle Pitts is there. Uh, they did sign Cordero Patterson again, and they brought in Damian Williams. So Marcus Mariota is going to be running some weird, uh, some you know, some different kind of offense over there in Atlanta, and hopefully they can snag uh, some receiver help for Mariota soon. Uh, Fackrell to the Raiders. There we go. Duke Johnson signing uh, $1.27 million with Buffalo. So Matt Breida out, Duke Johnson in. I really This Buffalo offense is going to be a lot of fun to watch. Uh, Quentin Jefferson, two-year, $9.5 million deal with Seattle. Lorenzo Carter, $3.5 million deal with Atlanta. Uh, this is a fun one. I think this is an underrated one. Uh, if you're a Charger fan, two years, $12 million for Gerald Everett, who uh, I know he's not the like the most exciting tight end, but he had some nice moments with Seattle last year. I thought he impressed as a receiver. Not a very good blocker. Uh, you're going to see some blocking tight ends in there for the, for the Chargers a lot. But, man, when you add a guy, an athletic tight end like Gerald Everett, uh, I'm expecting good things. He's going to be a best ball target for me. Uh, here we go. Cincinnati, Lyle Collins, a three-year deal. I'm not sure what the total money is, but huge, huge, huge movement there. Uh, I think the Bengals, along with the Dolphins, Bengals have having the, one of the best off-seasons. You know, I think that's the third offensive lineman that they've added there for Joe Burrow. So huge deal here. Uh, Lyle Collins starting right tackle for Joe Burrow. Rashad Penny returning to Seattle on a one-year prove-it deal worth almost $6 million. Um, let me see what else. Brandon Powell, wide receiver here, signing with the Chargers. Zach Cunningham clearing up some cap space. Uh, I think we missed it, but I think Robert Woods signed. I don't know where I might have missed that, but Robert Woods, I just want to talk about that real quick. Um, let me hit the signed button here at the receiver position. Uh, he wouldn't have been signed. He'd been traded. So Robert Woods uh, traded to the Los Angeles Rams. I'm surprised. That, oh, it's right here, actually, for a sixth-round pick. This was quite the Friday. This was the Devontae Adams news break. Uh, and because Devontae Adams was moved to the Raiders, uh, Razul Douglas was able to be signed. Of course, he led the team in interceptions last year. Three-year, $21 million deal. Randy Bullock gets paid to stay with Tennessee. And Dante Jackson gets paid to stay with the Carolina Panthers. And then uh, because of the Devontae Adams deal, Robert Tunyon was able to get brought back on a one-year deal as well. But this Robert Woods one, 
I'm not sure when he's going to be ready to play. He might be on track for September. Uh, hopefully he can avoid the pup list, but uh, Tennessee, they did release Julio Jones. And I just think, man, you talk about a big receiver in AJ Brown, a nice compliment Robert Woods could be. Um, so very excited about that. I think that's good for Tannehill, good for this Tennessee offense in, in general. It takes a little bit of pressure off of uh, our guy, AJ Brown. And I'm looking for it. Maybe it's to come yet, but they did sign a tight end, Austin Hooper. But we'll wait for that once I get there. Jacoby Brissett, $4.65 million deal to be with Cleveland. Garrett Gilbert, going to back up in Las Vegas. Uh, Dontrell Hilliard signing with Tennessee, so he returns to his team. Darius Slay cleaned up some cap space there. Amari Cooper cleaning up some uh, some salary and some cap space for the Browns. Matt Stafford got extended four years, $160 million to stay uh, in L.A. for the next four seasons. Case Keenum traded to Buffalo from Cleveland. So Cleveland clearly just said, uh, we're fine, Case. We're going to move on here. We're going to take Jacoby Brissett so we can run our offense with him. And Case Keenum going to go back up Josh Allen. So kind of a cool deal. Uh, Cordero Patterson, two years, $10.5 million. Uh, for fantasy, I got to figure out what I want to do with that. Not sure if I'm super excited about Cordero Patterson, but he's pretty cheap right now in drafters.com drafts. There's Juju signing a one-year $3.25 million deal with Kansas City. This deal is looking better and better uh, for Kansas City because they saved a ton of money on a good slot receiver here. Uh, James Washington, is. I think this is a sneaky deal. Mark Cooper out, Cedric Wilson out. James Washington, man, you're going to get your chance to shine in three wide receiver sets here. So I'm James Washington's a guy I think in, in best ball leagues, you're going to want to put him at the end of your list and just snag him as a fun outside receiver. Uh, I like Boston Scott returning to Philadelphia on a really cheap one-year, $1.75 million deal. And then there we go, Deshaun Watson, five years, $230 million extension here. So the legal side of things seems to be completely an afterthought. And all of a sudden, you're sending a ton of draft picks to Houston. Here it is, um, a 2023 first-round pick, a 2024 first-round pick, and a 2022 first-round pick. So three firsts and then a bunch of third and fourths here for Deshaun Watson. The Browns, man, you got to talk. Amari Cooper's going to be fun. David Njoku's going to be fun. I like Donovan Peoples-Jones. Uh, they, they do need a slot receiver. I, I think Cole Beasley could be a really nice fit there. Uh, we'll see there. So I think they're maybe one receiver away from being a really fun offense. But Nick Chubb, Kareem Hunt, can't say enough about uh, that excitement in the Browns offense. There's Austin Hooper signing a one-year $6 million deal to go to, to Tennessee. So now uh, think about Tannehill. Tannehill struggled last year. And again, he really didn't have anyone to throw the ball to. Actually, I want to go pull up the quarterback numbers. I just want to see where he finished in, in a simple uh, ESPN setting for quarterbacks. Uh, he still finished as quarterback 12, 21 touchdowns, only like 14 interceptions, seven rushing TDs, which is nice. Uh, but man, he didn't have Julio or AJ Brown for more than half the season. If you can name another Titans receiver besides Nick Westbrook, Ekine, like that's great. But Robert Woods and Austin Hooper, a uh, really big deal uh, for this Titans passing offense. DJ Moore, massive uh, re-sign here, three-year, $61.884 million contract. Very smart move to lock him up before he even gets a chance to sniff free agency. Really good move for DJ Moore. Robbie Anderson freed up some money there too. Um, Carlos Dunlap's going to be a free agent, it looks like. Logan Ryan, one-year deal with Tampa Bay. Johnny Hecker, one of the best punters in the league, three-year, $7.6 million deal with the Panthers. 
uh, Justin Jones, two for 12 uh, with Chicago. And now we're kind of getting to the point where I started to to, to look in, and see this was all kind of last week stuff. Tim Patrick, Fletcher Cox returning to their teams, Durham Smythe returning to his team, uh, Ray Ray McLeod signing a two-year deal with San Francisco as kind of a, a, a fun uh, you know mini slot special teamer. There's the Byron Pringle news to Chicago. Hayden Hurst to Cincinnati. Really big fan of that one. Ricky Seals-Jones with New York. They're going to you know swap him in there for Evan Ingram. Very interesting. And then here's, again, the big Devontae Adams uh, trade. So we'll end it with this one. As a Packer fan, it really, really sucks. Oh, as a Packer fan, like it sucks. Devontae represented himself extremely well here in Green Bay. Super grateful for his services this uh, the last seven years. And that's okay, man. Like, you know, sometimes you got to go play where your heart is. We tried in Green Bay, which we were so close to winning some Super Bowls. But that's okay. He's going to be closer to home. I think he's thinking about life after football. So that's part of it, too. It's a five-year, $140, $140 million contract. I don't think that is truly uh, what the contract is. It's more like a, I think it's more like a three-year, 67-point-something million-dollar contract with, you know, the last two years being a chopping uh, out for the Raiders. But man, a Packers get a first and a second round pick. Like you can't complain. Like we're looking at a two or three year window with Aaron Rodgers. They're going to sign. They're going to sign. Hopefully, a wide receiver here. Right now, we only got Alan Lazard, Amari Rodgers, and Randall Cobb guaranteed. So maybe MVS returns. Maybe they sign. I wouldn't mind signing a Keelan Cole. Uh, signing a you know signing a guy like Keelan Cole and maybe Jarvis Landry and then drafting a first round receiver. There's a ton of options for the Packers. So it's interesting. We'll see how they do it. We'll see how the chiefs do it. Uh, just so much movement going on. It's been a wild NFL uh, 2022 off season. So that's going to do it for this video. I tried to keep it around 20 minutes. It looks like we went over just a little bit. So a lot of fun. And again, if you're watching on Twitter, check us out on YouTube. I appreciate the subscription. If you're on uh, YouTube, Spotify, anything like that, just follow us, thumbs up, all that good stuff. And thank you guys. Thank you for your time. Have a good evening. We'll see you in a future video. Peace.